curse you, Deep Purple Pod, with all your interesting suggestions. What it made me do, the excellent podcast I was mentioning earlier, that would be the Deep Purple Pod. It made me have a look at um, that Rainbow album that I really didn't think was much cop at the time and don't think is much cop now, really. Bent out of shape. It's 83. I was into Journey and all that at the time, so it wasn't as if I was thinking that... It wasn't as if I didn't like softer stuff. You know, I was really into AOR, but I'd always been... I've been interested in in um, Down to Earth, and I wasn't really... I didn't really know much about the... Um, the Ronnie James Dio time, that came a bit later. But Down to Earth was a big hit for me. And I Surrender, I Surrender, was, um, was something I was interested in as well, you know. But this just seemed to be warmed over to me. I don't know. It's um, it's the last one with Joe Lynn Turner, and it's the last one for a while, really. Uh, it's got Chuck Berge as the drummer. He's, he's the only... The only album for them that he that he was on Bobby Rondinelli was replaced just prior apparently to starting you've I mean when you've got the instrumental of snowman you know walking on walking in the air and when it's an instrumental and you think this will be a guitar workout for Richie and actually there isn't much guitar on it you tend to I tend to think what's the point of that then I don't really like it anyway, and I don't, I really dislike that, I have to say, Um, but having listened to it again, you know what I'm going to say, don't you, there is some good stuff here, you know, it's just that it's really radio, but where I am now, I can see that, because I'm more seasoned, much, much older, I can see that, you know, Richie was pushing towards a radio feel. Down to Earth is a is a radio feel album, isn't it? But and this is even more that way. It's one of the reasons I think why Joe Lynn Turner came in. More radio voice, more radio outlook. And Stranded just really pumps. They've got a kind of survivor foreigner pump on this. But there are sudden organ stabs in it. It's sweet and a bit sleazy in the solo as well. The melody's really good, I have to say that. They follow with Can't Let Go, which is far more, far smokier, after a really quite long church organ intro, which is the best thing about this track, to be honest. It's soft, it's based around the organ simmering the whole time, as if to say it's going to explode in a minute. It doesn't, but it's a good example of what what was happening on the radio at the time. You know, Fire Dance, though, that could, I mean... You could hear that on the radio too, but it doesn't half pump with energy. It's good. It, it's got that good energy. It knows what it wants to be. Synth solo, the guitar, kind of. It really it rubs along. It's not memorable in my view, but it, but the whole song is rather fine to be honest. Desperate Heart, AOR. It's got some very strange synth parps on it. They're not even AOR. You can't think. Well, you can't even think. Well, that. That's what was happening in AOR at the time. It seemed a bit out of place. But the chorus is prime AOR and really well done. And I don't, I don't think that's a problem for me at all. Now, 
any anybody there, the Blackmore instrumental, it's just washes of synths, bit of smoky guitar, that kind of dinner party guitar that I really denigrate, yeah, and then big timpani beats, and then a guitar workout, which just leaves me completely cold, ice cold. Drinking with the devil, though, is much faster. It's not Death Alley Driver, but it's sort of going at 70 miles an hour, perhaps. The organ is such a feature here. David Rosenthal's organ. Real feature. Sounds like some kind of um, kind of book by a, by a crime author. David Rosenthal's organ. <laughs> but anyway, it's really... Um, it's a real feature of this album, and that's one of the best things about it, I think. You you couldn't have this song without the organ. And um, Make Your Move is a poppy 80s chart thing. So there you have it. You knew I wasn't going to finish without dreams, which is a massive hit, wasn't it? Was it a big hit? I think so. It, it did seem to be a big hit. Certainly, I remember it being around all the time. And um, it's got a real... It has a real sumptuous, soft, fluffy, lacy feel to it. It's the kind of thing that that Jolyn Turner excels at singing. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But the whole album just... It feels as though it's the last knockings. And I know I'm seeing that through the prism of history and say well they didn't come back for many years not I think the next album is the Stranger Winners All album isn't it which has got Doogie White with hasn't it got Doogie White but this album just seems as though it's conforming to the radio which is I think what was required at the time but even at the time I thought doesn't sound as good as some of those radio rockers now and that is the real thing isn't it I remember thinking if you're going for the radio doesn't quite make it except for Street of Dreams and um, it's such a shame particularly when you listen to the band in their pomp and this doesn't sound like that I've listened to it Deep Purple Pod I'm not keen it didn't make me all bent out of shape I was a bit curmudgeonly after ta-ta